Hey guys, I'm Drew. I'm Farah. And we are HPC Global Online Pastors. We're so glad that you joined us for today's message. We hope that it encourages you, builds your faith, and just makes your life better. Now watch this message, and we'll be right back. James, the fourth chapter and the eighth verse. In King James, it says, Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. And then the Passion Translation says it like this. Move your heart closer and closer to God, and He will come even closer to you. But make sure you cleanse your life, you sinners, and keep your heart pure and stop doubting. You know, walking through life with God is a beautiful, transformative experience. How many would agree with that? Walking with God means finding comfort and guidance in His presence. When you walk with God, you receive direction and peace in His wisdom. You will feel His unconditional love in every aspect of your life. When you make the decision to stay with God, you will cultivate a deep connection with Him. And that connection will allow your light to shine and His light to shine through us. In times of joy, His joy fills us. In times of sorrow, his comf- he comforts us. Staying with God means he's always there to communicate with us through prayer, through his word, through his presence. Have you ever been standing in a church service? I felt him today, but have you ever been standing in a church service and just feel the presence of the of the Lord? Have you ever been at home and felt the presence of the Lord? Have you ever been riding down you down the road in your car and you just begin to feel the presence of the Lord? Staying with God means His Word and His wisdom always enlightens us through the times that we meditate and spend time thinking about His Word. When we spend time with God, it allows us to align our thoughts and actions with His thoughts and His will. It is in His presence that we find strength. It is in His presence that we find peace. It is in His presence that we find the unwavering hope that sustains us through the most challenging times of our lives. Mm, I'm so thankful for His presence. So even though there are so many distractions, even though there are so many things that want our attention on this planet, even though our lives are so busy and our lives are so full, let's stay with God. Let's embrace His unconditional love. Let's allow Him to shape our lives into a better ending. Somebody say with me, I'm gonna stay with God. 
Look at somebody and tell them, I'm gonna stay with God. Maybe you've gone through the death of a loved one, but you can say today, oh, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'm gonna stay with God. Maybe you've been given a pink slip and you haven't yet been given a black one to come somewhere else or you haven't seen any green in a while. I promise you, because of the seed you've sown and the tithe that you've given, you can declare today, I'm gonna stay with God. You may have dealt with some mean people before, but you can declare today with love in your heart, I'm gonna stay with God. Maybe you tried to sell your house and you didn't think that it was gonna sell because of what the realtor was saying or what somebody else was saying. But today, because you've already sold it, you can say, I'm gonna stay with God because he will prove himself true to you if you will trust in him every time, if you will allow him. But you gotta make the decision today. Somebody say it with me one more time. I'm gonna stay with God. We can stay close to God when we seek God's presence. Psalm 27, 8 says, When thou saidest, seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, thy face, Lord, will I seek. See, as believers, it's crucial for us to seek God's presence in our life. This means actively pursuing a deep and intimate relationship with him. Let me help you with something. You turn on the secular radio today and listen, you can ask my wife, you can ask my family, you can stay around me about three minutes and you'll find out I listen to secular radio and I'm not downing you for doing that today, but I promise you, I also use the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God is to tell you when, what, and where you should handle your business. And there's times that I gotta turn a little bit of Merle and a little bit of George and a little bit of this one. A little, I gotta turn that down so that if nobody else but old Jack can lift up a praise to the Lord, I have to set the atmosphere. If I want the presence of God, I have to actively pursue the presence of God. Seeking God's face involves spending time in prayer. Don't don't raise your hand. Don't answer this. This is completely rhetorical. When's the last time you set some... I'm not talking... We pray over our family every morning. I ain't talking about that. We do that. That's good to do, and I don't want to miss that. Some days we get in a hurry to get up, and we get up a little later, whatever, and sometimes we forget, but then we go back and we fix that. I'm not talking about those routine prayers. See, see, every day you, you should tell your family members that you love them, but every once in a while you gotta hew out some time and just sit down and look at them and let them talk to you. See, I'm not talking about, it's good to get up and, and ride to the store with your family member, your wife, your husband, your kids. It's good to do that. But oh, it's so much better and so much more enriching when you say, hey, come on, let's go take a ride. Where are we going? Nowhere. We're just gonna ride around and talk. Because you are specifically giving intent and putting energy into your relationship, your relationships become better. I promise you today by the authority of God's word, if you will actively pursue a deep and meaningful relationship with God, your life will be enriched in a way that you've never felt it before. Oh my goodness, I know life's busy. I know we got ball games. I know we got this and I know we got that. But sometimes you gotta hit the stop button on everything else and you go, okay, God, I ain't got no intention other than being 
in your presence. I ain't got no question for you or no prayer request. I just want to spend time with you. And sometimes it's good just to come. I'm telling you, I'm telling you the last 21 days or the, the 21 days that we set aside, I came in here this year in a little bit different way than I had ever before. I didn't come in here with specific. There was time, there's been times and there's nothing wrong with this that I've come in here and I've spoken every night and just spoken into if there was people or if there wasn't people and just pray prayers. This time I just came in and there was plenty of times I didn't say a word for minutes on top of minutes and I would just stand in his presence. Seeking God's face involves prayer. It involves reading your Bible, but it also involves worship. Worship is when you close everything else out and you focus on him. When we seek God's presence, we open ourselves up to his guidance. Somebody say amen to that. When we seek his when we when when we seek God's presence, we open up ourselves to his comfort. When we seek God's presence, we open ourselves up to his transformation. I want us as your pastor if you're sitting here and, and, and I get to speak over your life today, I'm going to tell you what I want for us as a body. If you're, if you're online today and I'm, I get to speak over you on a regular basis and you call me your pastor, I want to I speak this into your life and I want to speak this into everyone's life that is under the sound of my voice. I want us to make it a daily priority to seek the face of the Lord. And when we do, I decree and declare that we will experience the fullness of his presence in our lives. Somebody say, I'm going to stay with God. We can stay close to God when we trust in His faithfulness. Oh, I've been told this week two, three different times, at least twice I can think of right now. They let me down. They let me down. Lamentations 3, 22 and 23. It is because of the Lord's loving kindness that we are not consumed because his tender compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great and beyond measure is your faithfulness. Trusting in God's faithfulness is essential for your spiritual journey. It's impossible to please God without faith. Faith is confidence that something exists other than what you see, smell, taste, touch, or hear. Come on, somebody, say amen to that. Faith is confidence that something exists no matter how you feel inside about somebody. Faith is confidence that this world, it may be filled with uncertainties, but faith is when we have confidence in the unchanging nature of the God that we serve. He doesn't get mad at you. Listen, God is not schizophrenic. Sometimes we treat him that way. Oh, I'm telling you, I love David. Everybody says, I want to be like David. I don't really want to be like David. Because David was on top of the mountain one day and tickling the belly of a whale the next day. I mean, he was on the highest high and the lowest lows. But there's one thing about David that's so impressive to me. In his lowest days, in his highest days, God said, he's a man after my own heart. 
Why? Because he understood the presence of God. He understood the importance of the presence of God. Even in the midst of trials and challenges, we trust that God is working all things together for the good of them that love him and are called according to his purpose. Let us be anchored in the Lord. Let our hearts be anchored in the faithfulness of God. And when we do that, you will find peace in knowing that he is. Somebody say that he is. He is always with you. Somebody look at somebody and tell them, I'm gonna stay with God. We can stay close to God when we obey God's word. James 1.22 says, but prove yourselves doers of the word. You say you love God, right? The Bible says if you say you love God and you don't love your fellow man, you're a liar. Now, maybe King James didn't quote it quite like that, but that's a JLM version, 1969. Because that's what he said. He says, but prove yourselves doers of the word, actively and continually obeying God's precepts and not merely listeners who hear the word but fail to internalize its meaning. Deluding yourselves. When's the last time you said to God, God, I want to delude myself so that you can be bigger in my life. You know what deluding yourself means? You know what that means? Because the word just told us, let us be not just hearers, but who, people who let the word uh, internalize. So let's internalize what that means when it says deluding yourselves. We sing a song like this, less of me, more of you. Less of my desires and more of yours. But I got good news. He said, if you will put him first and seek more of him, he will give you the desire of your heart. You know what that means? It's about getting priorities and perspectives in line with the word of God. God's word is a lamp to guide our steps. Obedience to God's word is a key aspect of staying with God. It's wonderful to hear or read the scripture, but when we actively apply them to our lives, God's presence comes alive in our life. God's word is a source of wisdom. God's word is a source of truth. When we obey God's word, we are aligning our lives with his will. Somebody say amen. When you align your life with God's word, you will experience the blessings that come from walking in obedience with him. When we become doers of the word and not just hearers of the word, we are allowing it to shape us in every area of our life. Somebody say, I'm gonna stay with God. We can stay close to God when we rest in his presence. Come on, somebody. In the book of Psalms, it says, Psalm 46.10, be still. Be still 
and know. You know what that means right there? It means to recognize and understand that I am God. I will be exalted above the nations. I will be exalted above the earth. So in other words, in 2024, thank God that we live in, a, in the country that we do. Thank God that we live in a democracy. I'm very thankful for that. I'm thankful that we get to choose who we vote for. I'm very thankful for the opportunity. Is the system broke? I don't know. I don't, I don't reckon in my life I've ever seen it work right. So I don't know if it's broke or fixed or what they meant, but I'm gonna tell you, from what I can gather, I still am very thankful to be an American today. So what I'm saying is, it says, be still and know, recognize, understand that I am God. I will, we, I will be exalted among the, in the, among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. So this year, when you hear all the chatter and you are tempted to be fearful about this election, don't be fearful. Because God said that his peace which passes all understanding will be over those that trust him and that rest in him. Amen. Don't get me wrong. I heard I had somebody uh, come to me one day and say, I can't believe you said it's not important to vote. Okay. Woohoo, wake up. Didn't say that. It's important not to be divided about the vote. Because unity is more important than being a Democrat or Republican. Yes, I said it. Unity is important. That's why I don't talk politics. Because I guarantee you, somebody would disagree with something. I don't care what it would be. So we're not going to talk about things that... Paul said, think about the good things. And you know what the good thing is? that you can vote for who you want to, I'll vote for who I want to, and then we can come in here and praise the same Jesus who is God over all. Somebody liable to call you a Democrat or Republican if you don't give God praise for what I just said. Come on. Okay, I'm trying to be funny now, all right, to lighten the load a little bit. In the midst of busyness and chaos, in the midst of confusion, it's important to find moments of stillness. Listen, you may have a busy life and that's okay. But you can find moments. You know a good moment? If you're busy at home, you're busy as soon as you get to work, you're busy as soon as you get off work, but you're driving by yourself. You ain't supposed to be on your phone anyway. Turn the radio off. And just talk to Jesus. Keep your eyes open. But as you drive down the road, talk to Jesus. Take rest in his presence. When we take time to be still before him, we acknowledge his sovereignty and allow him to speak to our hearts. Spending intentional time in God's presence rejuvenates our soul and enables us to find peace and strength. I want us, as a church community, I want us right now, to be honest with you, I've been praying for our Blunt County, Maryville, Alcoa community. I want us to be a community to prioritize moments of quietness and stillness, knowing that in the presence of God, we will find the peace and clarity that we need. Somebody say, I'm gonna stay with God. 
Staying with God requires seeking his presence, trusting in his faithfulness, obeying his word, and finding his presence. And as we cultivate these habits in our life, we will experience a deeper and more intimate relationship with him. So let us continually stay connected to God, knowing that he is with us, guiding us, and transforming us. Somebody say, I'm going to stay with God. Now, as a preacher, one thing that, I don't know if it's ever bothered anybody else, but I've always, I, I, don't, I, I don't even care if, if, if a certain preacher isn't my cup of tea, and that happens from time, you know, personalities and all that. I get that. I understand that. I've been doing this for a day or two, so I get that not everybody is going to like the same not everybody likes vanilla ice cream I don't understand that I don't understand that at all not everybody likes vanilla ice cream not everybody likes uh, strawberry or chocolate to be honest with you I don't understand why you don't like ice cream that's okay but there's one thing as a preacher I've always I've always cringed and I was I was kind of and then, I'll be honest with you, I, I wrote this message because our team, don't our media team do an amazing job back there? I've been trying, I've been trying to, um, to be real intentional about getting my messages prepared and, and all that. So I got my message done like on Thursday this week. But driving home last night from Nashville, the Lord started dropping a poem I have, I have written so many poems this year and I've never written poems before. But the Lord, I, I just decided that I wanted to be a writer and I asked the Lord to help me become a writer and he started making me write poems. But that's okay. But I, you know, there's always this negativity about, wow, he's just preaching three points in a poem. Well, I had four points today, but here's the poem. <laughs> As I got home last night and Heather was just working around the house and I sat down on the bed and the Lord started giving me this. He, he gave me the idea as I was driving home because, you know, I've known Heather for many years in a different capacity, but there's one thing I didn't know about her. Um, she's got this switch somewhere in her body. When she sits down in a car, she goes to sleep. <laughs> And so I have a lot of quiet time in the car when I'm with her. But this thought began coming to me and then I wrote it down and I want to share this with you today. In the depths of darkness, I found my way, a flicker of hope, a guiding ray. Through trials and troubles, I have trod because I've decided I'm going to stay with God. When I was tore up and tears did flow, His presence gave me a love to know. Every challenge has helped me get strong to trust in His plan even when things go wrong. Through the storms of life when the winds blow, He's my rock, my shelter, He's the peace I know. In times of doubt, he whispers in my ear, 
I'm right here for you, Jack. You don't have to fear. In all the winds, I give him praise. His grace and mercy helps me stay. Each day I'll trust in his light. I'll walk and live in paths, in his path so bright. So I declare with a steadfast heart from his arms I'll never depart. Through every season, in every way, I'm going to stay with God, come what may. His love is eternal. His presence is good. In Him, my soul stays free like it should. But no matter what life brings, I'll never depart. I'm going to stay with God and keep Him in my heart. Somebody say, I'm going to stay with God. It's not always easy for our flesh, but I'm going to stay with God. It's not all, it don't always make the sense that the world tries to get us to, to understand. But y'all, I am 54 years old, and today I am so thankful that he walks with me and he talks with me and he shows me the way to go. All I have to do is allow him the time to do it. Don't run away when you don't understand. Don't run away back to the devil's plan. Don't run away and give up your space with him. Just live for him every day and allow him the time within. God has a plan for every one of us. But all we have to do is stay with him. I'm going to ask you one more time. Say it with me. I'm going to stay with God. That was such a good word, and we really do hope that it made your life better. Why don't you share it with a friend so it can encourage them too? Yes, and living a life with Jesus is so easy. The Bible says all you do is say with your mouth that you believe that Jesus is your Savior. You believe that in your heart, and you shall be saved. So I encourage you, say this prayer with me. Say, Dear Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart. I believe you are my Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. It's that easy, and welcome to the family. Now we want to connect with you on our socials and on our website. You'll find more ways that you can partner with us. Thank you for joining us. And now go out and dream big. Because we serve a, a big, big God. God.